Let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful vase. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica Dove is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try it. Nica Rustica Dove, from our house to yours. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smoke In Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. Hey, <laughs> the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode Dude, of Flavor uh, Odyssey. Randy's about to quit. This is not going to go well, everyone. Like, like, I'm either quitting tonight or like driving to Robbie's house and we're going to throw hands on air. Like, this <laughs> is going to be I, the I, best I, show or the worst ooh. show ever. <laughs> I don't think you could get here by the time the show's over. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our current <laughs> co-host and maybe former co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot Damn. B. And Crystal Lake Studios out here, Ooh. Randy, in sunny, warm, Dude. beautiful, just beautiful California. This is why we pay extra to live here. Um, Randy, it's been a beautiful, beautiful day. How are you feeling? How's your golf uh, game? It's... Dude, dude, very <laughs> <laughs> you're on you're on such thin ice. Like you don't know, I take this shit personally. Um, I'm great, man. I'm great. Thanks for asking. Uh you're not lying, right? It has been an amazing week. Uh, I think about that on on like our better, uh, on our better uh, weather days. About like, you know, there's plenty that can be said about California. And please keep it out of the comments. We we don't want to hear it. We know what y'all think. Um, but it's freaking gorgeous. But I'll tell you this much: I have never in my adult life remembered ever literally needing to go from like straight wearing galoshes to needing the AC on in my office in a 40 hour, 48 hour span of time. Like this is a little bit crazy because it's been, it's gorgeous, but it's been a little hot actually. It's like went from like weirdly cold and rainy for 19 weeks straight to like now it's just like 87 degrees and like, Jesus Christ, you know, I have a, a little bit of a, oh, and not to mention I've got allergies. I, a new term Ooh, in my life, been super rough, bloom. Oh, dude, this is going to be rough. a rough year. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to but... be taking some allergy breaks from this show. I'm just saying. Allergy breaks. Well, uh, whenever you feel like you need to uh, hit the flow just let me know 
and uh, Jordan will go full screen, and you can, uh, hey, you can do it on your own. Um, but no, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. I'm sorry that I offended you just before the show started. It was just Dude, a joke, man. So just, bad. Uh, well, someone someone's already uh, commented in the comments. How about Robbie's hat, everybody? Let's uh, let's give a plug because that hat is worth giving a free plug on the show. Uh, where where'd well, the hat you. come from, Robbie? Thank you. It was uh, this is from uh, a, a new company from our good friend uh, Miguel Shodel. Uh, of uh, Crowned Heads fame. Uh, this is his company, Herencia 21, just recently started probably about, uh, when I was in, in Nicaragua, he started taking the new, uh, started taking orders. Yeah, Mark Burns, is this is the new Dodgers hat. It's the only blue and hat, I, blue and white hat I will ever wear. And it's Nika blue. <laughs> it's Nika blue. It's not Dodger blue, it's Nika blue. Um, but the Dodgers did not look very good last night. They lost five to nothing to my Giants. But... Um, they looked really good the night before. So what are you going to do? But uh, this yeah. is uh, Miguel Shadell's company. It's called uh, Herencia 21. Um, and he's got, uh, I think he started it. He launched this during the World Baseball Classic. Uh, he's got them for a few different countries. Uh, there are uh, color versions of the hats like this one that uh, follow the, the color of the flag. Whoop, wrong side. There we go. Hello. Um, and uh, he's got blackout versions as well. Uh, pretty sweet, and the uh, the price is uh, is pretty solid, and they're they're really really well constructed hats. Um, it's a snapback, which I don't usually get down with, but it fits pretty nicely, so I'm digging it. Uh, but shout out to uh, Miguel Shodell and Herencia uh, Twenty One. Thank you for letting me do that, Randy. That was uh, unplanned and not really Yo. a show sponsor, but uh, I, I the, mean the hats fire. Yeah, they, they're they, thank you. They uh, they and I, I really do love blue hats like this, but I can never wear them. So this one, I finally got a chance to do it because. It's, well, it's cool. I just checked out the website, and those pins uh, come with every hat. Come so with you, it, yeah. You, you, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a nice little little flair. Oh, we just had a comment. We I usually try not to get too distracted by our comments. We just had a, a we're we're breaking a, a a cherry here tonight. We got someone for the first time tuning in. So uh, welcome to the show. Hope you're not disappointed. Um, we, uh, we, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Let us start what over. You, you can come back. <laughs> and now that we know we got somebody new, we'll be on our best behavior. I, I, yeah. Hey, you know what? Go ahead and share, like the show, hit that share button, uh, subscribe, all the stuff that I'm supposed to say at the beginning, Randy, I didn't know we had a new guest that I, we, were, we were supposed to impress. Hey, supposed you're to know supposed these to do things. it right. I would have yeah. cleaned up beforehand, maybe shaved. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but I did see that. I did see the comment, uh, and I, I did not catch the person's name. But uh, welcome, thank you for joining our humble yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're 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 in for a treat. Where we are we are doing a pairing tonight that I'm super excited about. Jeff and Drizzy, Jeff, welcome. welcome to the Odyssey. Um, so tonight, Robbie, as you recall, we are it, we are finishing up the final season uh, episode three. of and we're in Jesus segment Christ. sixteen. <laughs> we are in the final episode of the first segment of season six. Thank you for joining us. Super excited about this. We don't usually do five segment uh, or five episode uh, segments, but we are featuring the partnership that we have with SmokeIn.com. Uh, SmokeIn carries a um, a five pack sampler every year uh, to commemorate the Cigar Dojo Cigar of the Year. Uh, so for our Cigar of the Year. Um, we do a top 10 list of regular production cigars. We also do a separate uh, top five limited release cigars. Um, but tonight, as the final 
episode of this segment, we are featuring the number one cigar of the year for Cigar Dojer, Dojo for Dojo. 2022. Yeah, Dojer. We're gonna, we're, we're, we, at some point, we got to inv- uh, invite Jordan onto the show here. But, but real quick, Negative. let me just finish. <laughs> uh, let me just finish real quick by saying tonight we are pairing. And I chose specifically not to light this till we got on the show. I'm so excited about the cigar. Um, we are smoking the Drew Estate. Oh, I should have done it right. The Drew Estate Liga Privada H99. Oh, snap. I don't even know what's about to happen. Oh. Boom. The oh. Connecticut Corojo. Liga Pravada H99. Anybody that uh, anybody that's ever paid attention to us at all knows the lore of this cigar. Uh, this was first blended uh, three years ago for the 10th anniversary of Drew Estate. The, I'm sorry. The the, uh, the 10th anniversary of the Liga Pravada line of Drew Estate. Pardon me. Um, and this was the... The runner-up, oddly enough. Uh, so they they chose the Anniversario Liga Pravada, which became instantly the most um, kind of sought-after and hard-to-get to cigar in the world. Uh, like It immediately uh, eclipsed any Opus X desires out there. It was very, uh, retail stores had to join a lottery to get a box, and you had to know someone who knew, knew somebody to get that Anniversario. Um so that became the official anniversary cigar. Um, but uh, as we found out later, it had come down to a really, really um, kind of heated debate about which of the final two ligas um, they were going to choose to be the official Liga Pravada Anniversario. Well, they determined that the runner-up was so incredible, even though it wasn't the one that they finally selected. Like, the team was split. Half the team really believed this should have been the choice for the anniversario, um, somehow they were outvoted. I'm sure JD's vote counts as you know four to eighteen 17. votes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Seven, is it seventeen, 17 votes? Seventeen votes. Uh, okay. That's to be an odd number. So it's yeah, uh, right. That makes sense. I, I like that because it could break the the tie. Maybe seventeen you know. and a half actually be better. <laughs> um, but that being said, they ended up releasing H99 um, as its own separate uh, line extension. Um, because it was it was just such an impressive blend. Um, it came out for a couple of years as a highly limited cigar, so it didn't um, qualify for Cigar Dojo under our p- policy of, uh, again, our top 10 is regular production cigars only. And so it never qualified until this uh, past year in 2022 when Drew Estate announced that they finally had the um, tobacco access to open up uh, regular uh, production of it. And... It immediately became uh, Jordan. Am I right or wrong here? Is this was uh, the unanimous number one for us for the year, right? The most unanimous one of our uh, picks have ever been. Every single we had yeah. this year, we had yep. seven panelists voting. Every single guy picked the cigar. Yeah, that's amazing. And, Welcome uh, to the I show. Gonna, I was going to what you were saying. I, in my opinion, this kind of actually won the, the battle between the two cigars because this became this is a regular Liga. So now. You have, you know, you have Liga 9, you have Liga T52, and you have this all sitting side by side as, like, core line Ligas, whereas the one that got picked for the 10th anniversary is, is you know, kind of... Is a one and done. No, it's not one well, and done. Not one and done, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more along it's, the line of the Unicos, that kind of a, of a deal. Right. That's a, that's a pretty fair point, that, like, the originally, it lost 
to the anniversario because that was what the crowning achievement was was to be the anniversario but to your point long term this became a regular production cigar that they got behind and believed had a a real uh, you know standing future which is the true winner in in that sense so interesting point yeah it took them all right well they they say what it took them so long is it's you know like the like the former two it's a connecticut grown uh stock cut and cured wrapper that but this one is a is Corojo from Connecticut, uh, and it just takes so dang long to to. It's a small plot of land that's growing this, and it takes like three years to ferment. And so eventually, they finally had enough materials, and here we are. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm super excited, Robbie. You know, I don't think you've been on uh, the shows. We've we've Ever. smoked this on, on some. We've smoked this on some wild cards before. I I, I know I remember, I've. I remember def- featuring it. I do. Actually. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say I know I've smoked this on the show more than you have, uh, and I've I've absolutely freaking gushed over this cigar. I've literally, been, I'm probably on record in video, YouTube, uh, archive history as calling this quite possibly one of the best cigars I've ever smoked in my life. Um, where do you where do you stand on? We'll talk a little bit more about the flavor, but just in general, like, what's your take on this cigar? Uh, you know, I like it. Um, I don't love it the way that everybody else does. Um, and I couldn't really tell you why. Uh, yeah, you smoked it at the season five kickoff and you paired it in a stunning third of offense. Randy, you are the gift that keeps on giving. You paired it with a rye old fashioned. <laughs> uh, for those of you uh, tuning in, uh, Randy does that an awful lot. Uh, and then... Uh, we did. This was in season four. We did a uh, we did a bourbon cocktail segment, and in the wild card we did just straight bourbon, and uh, I Love smoked it. the the Frank uh, Redux uh, from Tatuaje, and you smoked the Liga Provada H ninety nine. So uh, okay. <laughs> I love that you smoked, you drank the rye old fashioned. I know that that's awesome. pr- that's pretty. You uh, know what's funny is the first couple seasons it was the uh, I you know if if nothing else you you can say is like it doesn't. I do what I like, and it doesn't take much to figure out what I like. I, you guys busted my chops for uh, drinking the uh, the um, uh, 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 cigar city uh, Maduro. Maduro, quite, quite a few times. Nine times. <laughs> nine I don't think it was times. nine times. It was a few. Um, then, then I, I I got on a a, a old fashioned kick. You don't even know what I'm pairing this with tonight, but um, so, God, so that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Well, no, I I, I yeah. enjoy the cigar. Um, to be fair, I smoked it later uh, than most. I think I, I feel like we smoked it at a trade show at some point uh, when it was first coming out, or maybe when it was first made. Uh, you know, a, a full release or something to that effect. I can't remember what. Uh, but smoking something at a trade show, you never really get a good feel for it, right? Um, and it was a while before I smoked it again. And so I had seen all the reviews and everyone gushing over it. So it probably had some uh, un- unattainable heights. Uh, of expectation, uh, it okay. is a good cigar. It's not. Uh, it's not my favorite uh, Liga Pravada. I w- I'll take a T fifty two over this. Uh, but, to, but to be fair, I think the Liga Pravada T fifty two is one of the best cigars I've ever smoked. So we're talking about high praise here. These are sure, um, sure. We're almost are, splitting are hairs at the very yeah, top yeah, of the. Yeah. yeah, these are these are lofty uh, lofty <laughs> terms that we're using here. But it is it is a it is a very good cigar. I just don't love it. It's not in the upper echelons of uh, of my 
uh, of of my cigardom uh, as it is for everyone else. Well, Jordan, I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just saying, like, if you're if I'm looking at the the legal line, this would fall more in line with the T52. Like, you have the the broadleaf of the of the Liga nine. The T52 is more like Habano ish, and then this is the Crojo. It's it's. It's more similar to the T-52 than anything else, I'd say. Certainly. Right. Certainly. I think the, the T-52, to me, uh, offers a bit of a, a richness that I'm missing from this. Uh, and it's it's just a bit more palate-pleasing for me. This is, I mean, this is a very good cigar. It's got, it's got some nice uh, black pepper spice in the retro. I don't know how far we want to get into the cigar right now. But some chocolate, some cinnamon. Um, and maybe I've just been super... I don't know if we've smoked a bunch of cinnamon forward cigars lately or I'm really just like into cinnamon yeah. because I'm picking up cinnamon and freaking everything. No, there's days. definitely cinnamon going on here. There's a, a, there's been an unintended theme of over the last several shows that cinnamon <laughs> has been a player for sure. I feel like this feels like a Seinfeld episode for some reason. Lesser babka? I think not. No? <laughs> Cin- cinnamon babka? No, no? Not, come on! Not, no not a sign All right, All right so uh, you guys well, no, so so uh, uh, and just uh, full full candid, we we do need to get to our pairings here pretty quickly, but um, I would love to to offer up um, uh, an opportunity to just talk for a few minutes about um, since specifically this is the last uh, episode of a cigar of the year um, themed segment, Robbie. I thought. Uh, you know, full transparency to everybody. You know, we'll pull the curtain back a bit, and uh, and it was right before the show that Robbie kind of revealed that he's not as high on the cigar as I am, and it made me start thinking of just like you know, it's been a while since we've really talked about what we look for in a cigar, especially mm-hmm. as reviewers and as panelists on a cigar of the year uh, panel for for Cigar Dojo. Robbie and I are both voters, along with. Um, the studio audience who we haven't even introduced Matt and Scott. Thank you for, uh, for your support and being here tonight with us. Looking forward to keeping you in the conversation What's up boys. How are we doing tonight? And freaking tastic. So up. again, so uh, all five the corner there. That's fun. Yeah. All five, all five of us on the show here tonight are, are, are voters uh, for cigar of the year. So I thought it'd be fun to maybe just mix in a little bit of conversation about how, how we, how we rank um, these conversations as, as we talk about, you know, when I make the, the, the hyperbolic almost uh, uh, comment of one of the best cigars I've ever smoked, what, what am I comparing it to? How am I, how am I kind of grading that internally? So I just thought maybe it'd be fun. Let's, we can come back to this after we talk about um, just like kind of list out our pairings. But what do you think about that, Robbie? Maybe we can just kind of run through some, some of the like touch points of, of how we, we identify a great cigar. I love touch points. <laughs> touch. Well, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to bring some really strong content. <laughs> yes, <up>. like that. <laughs> touch those points. Yes, actually, yeah, Randy. That's I, I give you a hard time. No, that is good. Let's uh, let's let's talk about that. Um, let's get into our pairings here real quick. I'll go yep. first since <clears throat> since I'm talking. I, uh, Randy, I went back to uh, our flavor Odyssey roots. Uh, and back to some of my nice. own, uh, not really my own personal roots, but uh, a company that I used to work for. I'm going with the field work. Let's see if we can get these, get this uh, camera to work here. Uh, field work, hot chocolate, export milk stout. Uh, and this is made with, I helped make this label. Now I don't, can't find where all this stuff is. It's got a little lactose in there, which makes it a milk stout. Randy, we've talked about that. Uh, it's got some chocolate. Ancho chilies, 
and the one that binds us all together, Randy, invariably, cinnamon, uh, nutmeg, and vanilla. So it's it's kind of a Mexican uh, hot chocolate export stout uh, from our good friends at Fieldwork Brewing in Berkeley, California. It checks in at 6.6% ABV. There is an obvious reason uh, why I picked the cigar. Uh, all right, beg your pardon, pick this beer to go with the cigar. Um, but uh, we can get into that a little bit later. All right, great. Um, so again, as I'm, um, I really, I really do love the flavor profile of the H99. I wanted to um, tonight, kind of smoking the cigar makes this a little bit of a special show for me personally, as I really enjoy this pairing. And I wanted to do something that I knew was going to be an absolute, absolute burner. Um, I went with a cocktail that I've drank here on the show before, and is literally one of the stunning best cocktails I've ever drank with a cigar um i am featuring the vu carré as my um as my uh pairing element um uh you can go back uh, i won't go into the whole history of the cocktail we've done that on this show as we have featured this cocktail before um, but i will run through the ingredients real quick it is uh equal parts of rye whiskey i chose peerless rye um as it's just the best rye i have in my bar um uh equal parts of rye cognac and sweet vermouth with um about half portion of benedictine liquor uh four dashes of aromatic bitters and um it is a throwback to um Vucre actually is french for the old square which is a classic term for uh, the french quarter in I, new I orleans old wooden ship uh, I think that the uh, scholars have actually uh, acknowledged that the term, uh, the translation was actually lost many years ago, Jordan. So I, I don't like being corrected on live uh, air. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so so this comes out, out of New Orleans, has this great... Um, very anyone that doesn't know who ben, what benedictine is but um very aromatic a lot of botanical characteristics uh the sweet vermouth obviously also brings uh, some some of that and then um and then uh, four dashes of aromatic bitters is uh is a pretty healthy um <laughs> well done mike Higgins. um uh the four four dashes is a pretty heavy um little little splash of bitters as well it's a very aromatic um almost kind of reminds me it has um you know i drink a lot of underberg these days robbie oh, uh it, it has a lot of a lot of those like you missed it jordan the button i was gonna i was it. like oh, I'll let him you go. had a shot i'll let him go it reminds nice. you. <laughs> it did. Shit. Um, anyhow, so uh, Vukure for me, you're going with a, uh, a or, wait, stout. Don't you, uh, lac- didn't you not like the Boulevardier? It's like pretty similar cocktail. Like, it's like change out like one ingredient. It's that one ingredient that I'm so offended <laughs> by. <laughs> it's fair. It's, it's, it's a very uh, a pungent ingredient. That would be, uh, that's Campari is the uh, that ingredient that we're <laughs> okay. talking about here. Uh, for the record, The Randy, only difference is that one ingredient that you hate, right? <laughs> that, that one ingredient that overpowers a lot of other things. Why not? You don't like the one with the diesel fuel? Come on. Uh, um, it's, like, it's like saying that uh, all scotches are the same. I mean, it's just one of them is just peated. But right. it's, it's a huge flavor oh. impact. Uh, Randy, oh. for the record, since I feel like yes, this sir. is going to be an ongoing bit, uh, this is the third time that you have uh, featured a Vucare, uh on the show. 
And uh, however, I'll take credit. I'll take credit for the second one because it was the end of last season. And I got to pick your pairing. You it was my you smoked and uh, you did my favorite pairing, which was the Vukare and the Tushla. Um, Tushla. Seven, That's which, right. Tushla. I forgot about that. Oh, uh, Tushla. <laughs> <laughs> this I I apologize uh, for all of Cigar Dojo to uh, Terrence Riley for tuning in on a night when everything is already totally off track. He went too. Oh, short. you don't have to impress uh, Terrence. No, no that's that's uh, I forgot. Like I remember that show. I didn't remember which pairings we did for that show. But you kind of yeah, that's a fantastic challenged me drink. to the Vukare. Yeah. It's so fantastic so cocktail. Good. Absolutely yeah. love it. Fantastic choice. I think yeah. it's going to pair uh, beautifully. I think um, that really no. with the cigar too that like for the H99 since this was the number one cigar for Cigar Dojo regular production last year you got to go with your favorite drink to mm. pair for that. I mean it's just that's called ownership of it. You take the best of the best in everything and put them together. Too good. Scott, you're you, you're you... welcome to jump in on this show anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> There. He knows that. Uh, Randy needs all as, the help as, he can get. Yeah, as long as you're saying things that support me and my efforts. <laughs> we're good, right, Randy? We're good. We're, we're super, super well, good. Well, give me a minute. Uh, cut you down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. All right, so, yeah. so I, that's, uh, Jordan, that's Jordan, great. Jordan, so, what's your pairing? So, <clears throat> I am – we all at the studio here doing the Toro size of the – H99, of course. Uh, and we've got uh, not just regular Bourbon County Stout going on here, but we've got – and not just a variant either. One of the one of the crazier variants. I don't know what they call the, the crazier variants that come in these uh, mm-hmm. canister here, but this is the one that was aged in the barrels that were the 150th anniversary of Old Forester Bourbon. Uh, they celebrated their 150th anniversary in 2020, I believe. And then sent those barrels over to uh, Goose Island where they did this uh, version of the Bourbon County Stout. I think it clocks in at like 15.5%. Uh, yeah, we have 15.6% are here. That That's awesome. That, that is aggressive. Yeah, no, I, I love that though because honestly, you know, um, uh, Goose Island, i.e., Anheuser-Busch and Bev, uh, would have had to pay, uh, you know, them not just for the barrels, but for the right to, to like reference, uh, old Forester in general. And I love that there's companies out there that support, uh, you know, this kind of iconic milestone of old Forester to be able to then repurpose those barrels and then oh, mar- use the, the marketing. I, I think that's, I think that's fantastic. I think it's old awesome. Forester that, has uh, become, you know, just one of our favorites here in the studio. That's all we that's pretty Fact. much. What That's we drink. what I was gonna say. It, it's full circle for us because Old Forester. Yeah. Old Forester. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't ever try the bourbon. Uh, too pricey for us, but we're gonna try a little taste of it here. Nice. Love nice. It. I'll be curious to see how the cigar stands up to that. That's a big old beer. I have got Randy a fridge full of Bourbon County, um, <clears throat> dating back to when did they go to the larger format bottles? Like 2016, 2015, 2016, yeah. 2016. Dating all the way back, and I never drink them. Uh, which is, it's, I, I collect all these. Like you had that big fridge, remember when we first started doing the show with all the stickers in the background and everything? You've got your your cellar, and you've got all these barrel aged beers. I got the same thing going, and I'm just sitting there. I know. I've, I've got a, I've got a, this old, um, uh, what is the one from Prairie? Why can't I think of Prairie Bomb? Uh, Prairie Bomb. When they used when they used to wax dip them. Oh, so oh that's, yeah. 
that's probably like 10 years old maybe even older yeah no that, that used to be a really hard to to get bottle to get. And, it, and, and yeah now, now it's much more mainstream it's much more available still tastes just as good uh just because he's always the was more of a prairie folks. noir guy, they, at least like the noir. But they don't even barrel age that one, right? It, it, it tastes like it would be mm. a barrel aged stout, but it's no, not. No. It is. They got the ancho no, chilies in there too. It's actually yeah, kind of exactly. similar to the exactly. beer that I'm drinking now, but uh, that's true. Uh, much more coffee driven. Um, yeah. than, uh, than I don't have any coffee in it's this. Like one, coffee, vanilla, and, and chili peppers, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, one of the things though that that like kind of differentiated that beer, I uh, obviously. Uh, coffee and ancho chilies are, are always going to be a standout um, for anytime those are in, incorporated. But the viscosity of that one, that one was always like when you talk about like something that pours like crude oil, man, that had like that, like thick, yeah, that was, thick oh, texture. Uh, question was, from Mark Burns in, in uh, for you guys. Want to know how long a, a stout or a beer like that can, can you age before it turns? Uh, it, well, so I'll, I'll, I'll start. Man. It varies. I'll start, Randy, and you can point out everything that I say that's wrong. <clears throat> Fair uh, enough. I think a, a general rule of thumb for me is the higher ABV, the longer you can keep it. Um, if you're going with, if you've got uh, flavor additives in there, not adjuncts, Randy, flavor additives um, <clears throat> that have, uh, those have a finite life cycle like, like uh, hops do. So if you've got coffee in there you're going to start to lose that coffee flavor you've got vanilla in there you're going to start to lose that vanilla flavor over time um the the beer itself i mean as long as it's stored properly is going to be just fine for a long time um but you are going to lose some of that uh, some of the nuance i think you could say the same thing about um you know a, a cigar that's got a lot of lajero in it or something like that you're gonna it'll smooth out a little bit over time but you're gonna lose some of those uh, some of those core flavors that give the cigar or beer in this case, it's, it's, uh, it's identity. So, uh, yeah, you can age them. Um, but, uh, I would, uh, I'd say, I mean, I try not to go more than like three, four five years tops, but like I said, I've got some 2016, maybe this would be a fun, uh, wild card episode. Just pull out, find some super old beers that we've got and, and do a little, uh, a pairing for that. Um, that'd yes, be kind of fun. Cellar but dive would, of sorts. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, deep dig into the cellar, but, uh, that's, that's, that's my thought with, with aging beers, Randy, what, how much of that yeah. was right? How much of that was wrong? No, oh, it's clear why you wanted to go first because you wanted to show off that you've, uh, come a long <laughs> way since we started the show. Boom. Uh, no, no, I, I, I think no that was stuff. great yeah, because the, the, the question very much, um, is, it was so specific of before it turns, it's not going to turn for seven to eight mm. years before you might start picking. I mean, potentially, uh, it could go seven to eight years before you start maybe getting some wild yeast, starting to do some stuff, some bacterial things start um, fermenting out and thinning it out, maybe adding a little bit of sourness to it. That's what I would say turns. Um, the uh, uh, but, but Robbie hit, hit the nail on the head, you, you know, and, and <clears throat> we talk about this so much in cigars, and because you have different. Um, manufacturers that kind of uh present their cigars differently like some are trying to get them out as quickly as possible some genuinely want to age them in their own aging rooms as long as possible and want them to taste at their very best the first day they're released and they're ready to uh smoke right away beers are are very much the same and i i've done a lot of barrel aging program um buy-ins with different breweries where some I've bought cases of beer that like I went to taste it. It's like, oh my god, this tastes like I'm licking the inside of a booze barrel. Like it's it's 
it hasn't settled yet. It's not it's still in bottle shock. It's still too hot. It's actually not at its prime. It needs to to lay down for a little while and rest. Um, and then on the other end, like right, Robbie was talking about, some of those uh, those flavor um, contributors literally precipitate out. They they kind of just fall into the sediment and you lose the aromatics. Uh, I, I would say the sweet spot for a high ABV is just like making a generic to Robbie's point. It really depends on, on the ABV and, and everything else. Um, but yeah, the sweet spot's probably between two and three years is, is what I'd say is, is like, I've had plenty of beers that I was just like, I didn't enjoy it at all until it was a year old in my cellar. Um, and so like that two to three year, uh, period was where some of the heat from from the spirits of the barrel kind, kind of mellowed out really allowed the vanillas the 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 chocolates the coffees whatever those um, additional additives were to like really be you know in their in their prime and and melding together where you're picking them all up but they're not overpowering each other and everything's just kind of homogenized into this like perfect um kind of medley of flavors two to three years is what i would say is the prime but but you're probably you crack something up and that's five years it's still probably going to taste pretty good uh one of the things and and you know with beer um, almost more important than the temperature it was kept at is the consistency of temperature what what can start messing it up isn't necessarily if it's you know five to ten degrees over ideal what messes it up is if you have hot days and cold nights and hot days and cold nights and it's shifting that's when things start to like solidify knock each other out of solution start to fall out you lose aromatics so if you can hold something at a consistent temperature even if it's not ideal a little bit too hot a little too cold is still better than having these ebbs and flows ups and downs um over the course of a year which actually reminds me of something robbie Tonight's episode of Flavor Odyssey, featuring the number one Cigar Dojo Cigar of the Year, the H99 by Drew Estate, created at La Gran Fabrica Drew Estate, is brought to you by none other than Drew Estate. Drew Estate. The brand that brings you some of the most delicious tasty cigars in all the world. And has a portfolio that covers the full spectrum of flavor. So much so that they have a cigar for every smoker and every occasion. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate. And ask for them at a brick and mortar near you. Now, well, Drew Estate... Keeps the lights on. What would a cigar pairing show be without cigars? Every cigar smoked here on Flavor Odyssey is sponsored by our good friends at Smoke In. Don't miss a true premium cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at SmokeIn.com. (laughs) 
<laughs> so the, the one thing I will say that. about that read is Drew is Drew is <laughs> Hey, you know what? They're our show sponsor. They're featured as the number one cigar of the year. I was like, how many times can I say Drew Estate in the read tonight? I just, I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd lay it on heavy. But, let's, uh, let's start a poll. How many times did Randy say Drew Estate in ooh, that read? Ooh, I honestly ooh, I like don't know, but let's uh, let's but see it, who can get the closest without going over. Maybe just, Randy um, will send him a prize in a I'll couple of years. In a couple of years. Um, all right. Well, great. You know, but I did want to bring it back because there's some things, you know, and I, I, I smoke cigars a lot with uh, cigars and offices as um, I do love to golf. And, uh, and I, and I, I golf with a lot of my cigar or my uh, beer. So, uh, you know what, Randy, let, Randy, let's just tell everybody what I said <laughs> and, and I'll what? pull back the curtain. I so everybody know. can know how, can how big you. of a, how big of a jerk I am. Um, <clears throat> Randy is Randy. You've been golfing for how long? I've been golfing since, uh, 2019, but I only learned that the different clubs were supposed to go, uh, different distances in, uh, late 2020. <laughs> Ooh, I, I keep that last part to myself. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so Ra- Ra- I, I, I've 93 I've, times. Craig Lee, I think that might, it might be the closest without going over. Uh, so Randy just uh, before the show said that he was uh, taking golf lessons. And I was like, oh, that's awesome, man. You should totally do that. And then as we were just like seconds before we go live, as you could take all these lessons that you want, and I guarantee the next time we play, and it'll be the first time I played since the last time you and I played, that I will roll out of bed and I will be, I will be within three strokes of you and probably beat you. And he got so mad. He was it, oh, right as we started bad. the show. It went, yeah, it's just, it's, I'm, it's, I'm paying money. I'm spending my afternoons with this guy. My elbow hurts. I'm doing all these exercises. Like in my, see, in I'm my just staying time. fresh and limber over here. Nothing hurts, man. I'm just gonna get out of bed. Three eleven, right down the middle of the fairway. Dude, that I, was the I, best. I, that was the best drive I ever hit in my life, and I'm really glad you were there to see it because oh, no one else would have believed me right. that it would have happened. Uh, but that was, that, uh, was, no. that was one of the better drives I've ever seen in prison. It, it, I, yeah, I'll I smoked that. that ball. It's ne- it's never yeah, happened I'll before nor since. Uh, but um, <laughs> that was that was just me messing around. You will probably beat me, but uh, we'll we'll see. Maybe we'll maybe we'll live stream some of it on the dojo next time we uh, Dude, next yeah. time we next time we Dude. go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, next uh, uh, that's we'll have to add to the uh, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest uh, if we want to add another day. <sighs> Golf day. Well, well, well. well Tan- Tanner Cole um, followed up with me on that recently. It has oh, been a conversation. <laughs> yeah, no, it has been a conversation. I, I don't. We already do so much that week. There's so it's so jam packed. And actually, we can start talking about that um, as uh, I'll just make the announcement right here, right now. Yeah, Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we have we have booked not only the standard two buses that we've been running. How many times have we done this? Uh, three. Well, we've this done. Is, two, this will be a third. We've done two of the brewery tours. This will be the third one. Yeah. So, so we're we're going into our third annual uh, Flavor Odyssey uh, brewery bus tour as a pre-event for uh, the Rocky Mountain Cigar uh, Festival. Um, uh, I don't know if you still tuned in, but uh, Terrence Riley has been in not only an attendee for for both of the first two, but he's sponsored rounds for uh, for for guests. Uh, Agnor Salif has been a fantastic um, kind of uh, a part of this event since its inception, and so um, 
So we, we just booked the, the buses. We are going to grow it this year as um, as demand has continued to uh, to increase for our brewery bus tour. We are going with three buses um, this coming year. And, and I think it's going to be warranted. You know, I just got the email from uh, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. They sold out in hours this year. Uh, last a few years, at least, it took uh, days and even weeks to sell out. Uh, this event it sold out in hours this year so uh it's one of the best events the, man it really is it's it, it's hands down i haven't been to every uh cigar event and uh, robbie yeah. jordan you 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 guys have been to more of the total events i've never been to big smoke um which is the ca one in vegas i know uh i know there's some other really really heavy hitters out there but i've been to some of the country's largest cigar events um Hands down to me, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, one of the best, um, you, you know, because it's in our backyard, our being uh, Jordan's, um, but, but the Cigar Dojo backyard, you know, uh, we fly out, I fly out on Wednesdays, we actually, uh, we air uh, the Flavor Odyssey show uh, live from uh, Cigar Studios there in um, in uh, Dojo Studios at, uh, at, at Jordan's studio. Uh, in studios, Lakewood, studios, Colorado. Studios, I'm, I'm, I'm studios, yeah, I'm, I'm trying studio, to remember where you live. Studio. Yeah, yeah. Colorado is the word that I Lakewood, was, was Colorado. searching for. Lakewood, Colorado. Um, and uh, and so so then on Friday we do the brewery bus tour. Thursday night is the big cigar dojo uh, VIP bash, um, and we we have been flirting with the idea. I don't have it in me, Tanner. I'm just going to tell you to, to also coordinate and organize it's a, a golf tournament. But <laughs> if we wanted to put together a couple foursomes and just have a nice gentleman's round of golf uh, in the afternoon ahead of the show, I'm I'm I think that'd be a phenomenal way to like pack just one more damn thing that is going to kill my voice. <laughs> and uh, that's, the, that's the thing is by the time I get to Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, it, we're four days into this event and I have no voice. And and the only reason I get invited out there is to work the booth and sell t-shirts. And I don't make a very good t-shirt salesperson when I'm going, it's a new bread. It's, 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 it's terrible, but uh, but Matt Hall holds it down and helps me out, which I appreciate and gives me a break. Um, Randy Harrison has been out there with us uh, multiple times. And, oh, what we haven't done yet tonight, Robbie, super important, now that I see Rob, uh, Randy Harrison's name, as Randy Harrison is one of our winners from this segment, we have a special giveaway going on this segment. Tonight is the final night for you to enter to win. Please, if you have been paying attention, and if you haven't, we have a audience pairing segment that we've been uh, kind of building up a little bit. This is a, kind of a an organic uh, thing. You know, I think we'll probably maybe uh, I think, uh, Jordan's probably going to create some song and some uh, opening for it at some point. But uh, but <laughs> audience pairings has been something that kind of organically happened here on the show where um, we love it when we get the interaction from you all. So when, uh, if you're out there tonight and you have an H99 and you're pairing along with us, please do yourself a favor, get yourself entered to win into this competition and this contest, because all you have to do is go hashtag pairings and tell us what you're pairing along with your H99. Give us a description. Um, anyone that 
has been tuned in knows we are kind of uh, we aim towards some of the better descriptors uh, given. So sometimes just the best description wins rather than the best pairing in some cases. Um, but if you're pairing along with us, use hashtag parents to tell us about your pairing. And at the end of the show, we are going to vote on the winner. Uh, so we have five episodes going. We have four winners already in the bag. Tonight, we're going to take our fifth winner. And of those five winners, we're going to do a random selection of those five winners and three of you are going to win a smoke in cigar dojo cigar of the year sampler five pack featuring the five cigars that we've smoked over these five episodes it is a great prize it's wildly generous if i don't mind saying so myself and uh and how do you get three winners out of five candidates like that's that's incredible odds like there's no lottery robbie yeah. that offers that it's no it's it's beautiful five finalists Three winners. Um, those are uh, that's uh, Vegas got nothing on us. I mean, those are those are some odds, baby. And and there there's not a stinker in the bunch, right? These are all really really good cigars, so they, um, <clears throat> including uh, the 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 beautiful H99. Come on, focus, baby. Look at this. Look at look at how good your this camera works. likes your hat far too much. Can't this get it. True. Like I can't get out of. Oh, oh hey, hey, there it is. Oh, there we go. Look at that. Who can focus, focus first? I already, I beat you guys. It took me a while. I got there. Yeah, he, he um, changed the camera angle. I would have had it. I did. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, so let's, Randy, you had a topic you wanted to talk about. Let's Maybe let's jump into that a little bit briefly where you were talking about like what it is. Give me, explain it to me yeah. one more time so we can uh, we can give a, a little, we can chat about that for a few minutes and we'll get into how our pairings are going and, and uh, find our winners and move forward. That sounds great. Yeah, no, uh, again, you know, just, just the concept of, how we identify what what a really really exceptional cigar is uh, to me. I break down. I you know I template shit out, man. I I I make it pretty simple. There's a couple of things that I'm looking for in a cigar. Obviously, personal preference and and your your uh, your subjective opinion is what's going to guide you to what you like in in the world of flavor. Anything that that you're imbibing in. But for cigars, there's a couple things that I like really look for where I hold a cigar like kind of accountable to to meet a certain criteria, and that's complexity. Uh, you know, is this a a one note cigar? Am I getting one thing? Am I getting cinnamon constantly am i getting wood constantly mm -hmm. am i getting chocolate and and that's all i'm getting or am i getting layers of of wood and spice and and sweetness and some saltiness like am, am i am i working mentally to like work through the list of adjectives that i could use to describe what, I, what i'm experiencing as i'm smoking um so complexity that, that that's one of the ones that, that really like rings um important for me in my my to my palate what i what i like um the other is transitions and that's something that i find is like uh fairly unique to cigars you know when you're talking about a beer or a wine or, or even a cocktail um you, you typically have a fairly homogenous uh, uh flavor profile and experience from the the first sip to the last sip it's it, it's all pretty even with a cigar because of all the leaves because of the way they're rolled because of the way the the leaves are folded you actually have an opportunity that you don't find this with every cigar, but it's something that I think adds an extra layer of value for my smoking experience is that transition when I'm smoking and I think I've got my list of adjectives. I know what the profile is and I get two inches down 
and something new pops in or something I was tasting completely disappears. And now, and now it causes me to like, uh, turn my focus and attention back to that list of adjectives. Uh, for me, at least my, in my experience, Robbie, the, the, the transitions just draw me back. Like, you know, I'm talking, I'm drinking, I'm doing other stuff. And then I get that transition and it forces me to kind of focus back on what I'm tasting with the cigar. That makes it more enjoyable to me. To me, it makes it's an, an additional layer of complexity. Um, and then, you, you know, uh, then we can get into more nuanced uh, elements of uh, of you know does does what I'm tasting match what I'm what the ar- aromatics are doing? Am I picking up uh, little subtleties in the retrohale that I didn't originally get on my palate? Um, so, you know, it, it basically all revolves around different complexities that continues to draw my focus to the cigar, draw my interest to the cigar and, and kind of forces me to pay a little bit more attention, which ultimately enhances my overall experience uh, while I'm smoking it. So, so those are the, some of the things that I, I, I I really think of that, that are fairly unique to cigar smoking um, that, that like generate that, that sense for me of just like, okay, this one stands out apart from uh, 10 other cigars that are very, very good cigars, but this one really drew me in in a more significant way. What do you think? It's funny that you would say uh, you'd use the word draw there in a few different uh, iterations, uh, draw, drew, and and things of that nature. Um, The first thing, and I like to go into smoking a cigar as blind as possible. Like, yeah, I know what the blend is, but I don't want to read anybody else's reviews. I don't like, Randy, I think you talked about this when you were, beer judging uh, and you've got people in the room it's you know it's important to be quiet and not say something because somebody will say orange sherbet then all of a sudden everybody tastes fucking orange sherbet right so i try to avoid reading uh in reviews or anything like that i just you know i i can i'll have some preconceived notions a from you know the the company that makes it where they source their tobaccos what's the blend i mean you're gonna have a pretty good idea of just like a bottle of wine or a beer if you know the 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 hops that are in the ipa and you have an idea of what those hops taste like, you're going to have a pretty good idea of what to expect. Um, so I try to go in with the without too many expectations from a flavor standpoint. Uh, the first thing I really look for is construction, obviously. Nothing can ruin a cigar faster than poor construction, right? Sure. So can I draw the cigar? Is it burning well? Uh, is I don't worry too much about the ash color or the ash length. I mean, we can get into that if you want to, but that doesn't really uh, move my needle. Um, so to speak, but, uh, you know, as long as I can, I get a draw, I'm not relighting the damn thing all the time. Um, that's important. That's one thing that I look for going into a cigar. Um, but, uh, you know, you touched on a lot of the flavor points, you know, I'm not looking for specific flavors. I'm not really looking for a specific flavor experience, but I want the cigar to keep my interest. Um, I want my, I want the cigar to. Uh, like you said, like I'm going to come back and refocus to it. And, and when you get one of these where you, you take a puff and you're like, oh, damn. Like you go back and you're looking at the cigar like, what is this? Yes. That's when you have that moment of like, oh, when I when I do a double take and I look back at the band and I'm like, OK, yeah, that that means I'm probably going to buy more of this one. Um, and uh, I know what brought this up was we're talking about the um, the cigar of the year voting uh, to yes. be uh, perfectly transparent. I removed myself from uh Cigar of the Year voting this year. Um, I think maybe last year. You didn't vote this year? No, or last year either, because I haven't, I I see the list and it's like I've smoked three cigars in this list and I I can't, Mm. 
Uh, I, I don't smoke to the, the volume that I used to. You know, when we're out at uh, PCA and we're going to be out there in, you know, however many months from now, I'm going to be smoking my little butt off. But uh, on a regular, regular week, the time for me to smoke is, is not really uh, as uh, abundant as, as it used to be. So um, I don't feel like it's fair for me to vote if how can I vote on a cigar if I haven't really smoked? I think I should have smoked everything on the list so I can have a clear vote and I could rank everything. So uh, so I remove myself from this list. If, if we were talking about the number one cigar of the year. Uh, this past year. I don't know if this one would have gotten my vote. I may have been the one that's outside of uh, the unanimous vote. I don't know. I, I don't remember what was on the list. Um, and frankly, I can't really remember any cigars from last year in this actual moment, but I'm sure there's some that stuck out to me, uh, probably made by uh, my good friend Pete or my good friend uh, Dion. Uh, those, that's where my, my palate tends to go. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so, that's, so I, I did pull myself away from the voting this past year. But those are kind of the things that I, I look for in a in in a cigar when i'm doing a review it's a little bit different you know i want to try to be in the same environment that i'm i'm in every time you know i want it to be usually smoking in my backyard somewhere uh i'm drinking water you know try not to be too hot too cold whatever uh maybe we try to control the environment as best we can um that's not you know wholly uh that important as long as uh, you know i'm comfortable and i'm smoking but um yeah for me i just i, I start with construction because if if the, the construction isn't there, if the draw isn't there, if I'm relighting the damn thing all the time, I'm just going to put it out and smoke something else because I'm lucky enough to be in that position. Um, but uh, yeah, I think from a flavor standpoint, as long as it keeps my attention, uh, then I start to, re- once I, I do that double take, then I start to really focus what flavors am I getting and that's when the cigar really sticks with me. Jordan, how about you? Randy's texting or something. So, uh, why don't, Jordan, why don't you... Uh, for whatever reason, you you so- do a lot more reviews than Randy and I, you know, combined over the last three years have done the same amount of reviews you do in like a week. So, uh, yeah, I mean, well, what's your first, process? let me just, I uh, just going to note that the show, for whatever reason, stopped streaming on YouTube. It's still good on, on Facebook. It's good on our end. I don't know. It must be a YouTube issue, but, uh, yeah, uh, you guys hit on most of the, most of the aspects of the whole thing. I mean, objectively you're looking at do it, does it draw well and how's the construction uh does it does it have a long burn time those are the kind of the objective things i'm looking for you know uh body and and whether it's maduro or not that kind of stuff just gets into the the sort of the mood of the thing um i i'm more of a complexity guy um looking for mostly flavor and complexity but i'm not necessarily so obsessed with the the changes uh sometimes in an evolution of flavor is fun with the you know changing per thirds of the cigar or halves of the cigar um but i don't need that um complexity doesn't mean that it's necessarily evolving i could have all the complexity in each draw I, i just need those layers of flavor through each draw that doesn't have to mean that the entire profile changes throughout the course of the cigar which it can be fun or or not, uh, if you know, if you got a, a really good cigar that has layers of flavor through each puff, and that doesn't change throughout the course of the cigar, I'm still fine with that if it's a really good profile. Um, but you know, th- for the most part, that's I'm looking for something that has complexity and has a long-lasting draw to it. Uh, maybe a few standout flavors that are not typical of every any other regular cigar I could I could grab. You know, I'm always looking for like that one. Every a good cigar should have like one or two notes that you're like, whoa, that's the one that is sort of like the like a good hook in a song. Like I'm gonna listen to that whole song just to get to that one spot in the song 
because that's what keeps me coming back. I want a cigar that has something yeah. like that in it. Yeah, flavor. Uh, well, I mean, we talk about flavor hook a little bit differently here, but I understand yep. what you're saying. If especially if you're smoking a cigar and you get a note of, <clears throat> I, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's different for everybody. But like, if I if I get a little bit of like a toffee note or something like that, it's like, wow, that's that's that stands out. Some kind of flavor that maybe I don't get in every cigar that I smoke. So we get chocolate a lot. We get pepper a lot. But, uh, you know, toffee is a little bit different. Uh, we get maybe a nutty note a lot, but like a, a walnut kind of flavor of something reminiscent of that. Like that's going to really grab my attention if there's something that's a little bit new uh, <clears throat> to my palate uh, that's uh, that kind of uh, diverges yeah, away from. And that from the is standard. kind of also a lot of times I'll tell guys that they're wondering, like, how do you get those crazy notes? Uh, you know, that is sort of the way you do it. Like uh, a lot of guys that are smoking cigars can at least get you taste like leather or chocolate. Well, okay, that that's fine. Now, now dr- just drill into it a little bit. Like you, so you tasted the chocolate. Now try to like home in on on that chocolate note. And like a lot of times, there's more to that chocolate. It's like a Mexican spiced chocolate, or there's some cinnamon yeah. to it. You know that that's where you can like find those weird notes that we're talking about a lot of times. Where like you start with the base note. Now just drill in and like. And a lot of time there might it might not be there, but that's when you can like drill in and find those those more interesting complexities to the those core flavor notes that you get. You you want to get my attention when you're when you're blending a cigar. Uh, use a uh, combination of leaves is going to give you a little bit of a nougaty kind of sweetness. Ooh. Add a little peanut into that. Oh baby, that's a big hunk candy bar. Oh, that's my jam right there. That's how you get uh, that's how you get my attention. A little nougat, a little nougat, Randy. How do you feel about the nougat? Nougat I'm a big fan. Of new- I actually, you used to work for a brand that uh, is one of my fa- is a, is a brand that like I attribute nougat to in such a significant way with the Cosecha, um, 2013. Wow, it was 2012. Man, that that was the first one. Like I had heard nougat used in cigars a few times, and had like tried those cigars and. It didn't resonate with me. I was like, yeah, I don't see where nougat is. And then I got to that Cosecha 2012 from uh, Mombacho Cigars. And I was like, okay, that's nougat. That's that's this. That's how we this met. Like that's how we met. <laughs> that is, uh, uh, Literally, that's how we met. Uh, but we don't need to go back into our dating history, Randy. Uh, we can uh, we can move forward and maybe let's talk a little bit about. I was expecting a chuckle with the dating. We can history, always do pairings. Uh, we pairings? could uh, let's let's look at some of the uh, some of the audience pairings and then um, yeah, Randy will uh, yeah, be done sorry, with his emails and then we'll go from there. We've got uh, Keep it up. one of them this week. Sweet. Got, apparently, everyone was saying they were having a hard time finding the H99s, but apparently they did because there are a lot of them. Okay. Here, here we go, Perry! I don't know. I just no, that was good. I like trying it. to come up with something. Uh, Randy, get off your dang phone! Goodness, uh, Mark. That's fine. Burns. I'll vote for Randy this week. I vote uh-huh. twice, seventeen <laughs> times. Mark Burns is pairing the H99. He's got the Phineas Gage size with this. Uh, oh wow! He's got this uh, smoked Godfather cocktail. No notes. Nice. Oh, the the Godfather was what again? So that's got that's uh, usually that's like uh it's, scotch is it half taste, scotch it it's and scotch and um Oh sorry, go ahead. DiSerono. Scotch and DiSerono, thank you. That was the right. other component. Which is a dang tasty drink. I do it, it with is a good one. instead of the scotch, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh Stephen Moses, he's got H ninety nine with a twenty twenty Bourbon County Stout. 
There we go, brother. The earth, cabinet spices, and light brown sugar notes of the cigar melding nicely with the charred oak, vanilla, and smoky caramel of the beer. 14.6% alcohol. The cigar just holds on enough to make this pairing work. Thumbs up. Mm. Okay. Nice. Uh, Bill like Powers it. has H99 with oh, Jordan the Producer recommendation from his dojo review. Oh, I don't even remember what I said, but it, apparently it's 120 proof. And he's got uh, Old Soul Bourbon from Mississippi. I've got your review pulled up, Jordan. You say pairing recommendations, 100 to 120 proof bourbon. Mm. Yeah. Barley wine, which barley wine is actually kind of genius for the cigar. Yes. I didn't have any in the fridge. Uh, if I did, I would have gone with that. Um, old That's fashioned. Funny. That's funny or, that I said uh, that because on Friday last week, my dad just spontaneously asked me what I was going to pair. And I was like, maybe a barley wine. That sounds like it'd be good. Yeah, it's a barley wine. I think would be a really, really strong choice with the cigar. I didn't have one in the fridge. I didn't have one either. Uh, Barry's got H nine with a Fireball Old Fashioned made with Old Forester 120 and a half of nip of Fireball. Uh, I made a double, and I'm glad I didn't use more Fireball. It goes well with the with the cinnamon I'm getting from the H nine nine. Not one of my favorite pairings. Thumbs down. That should be a T-shirt. I'm glad I didn't use more Fireball. <laughs> yeah. that should, that's a, hashtag. That's, that's a hashtag right there. Those are words to live by. I what like you remember Barry, that. Barry's the first uh, commenter that's ever done his pairing and put a thumbs down. I like. I like that. Like, mm. be honest about you know, be honest about the pairing. Uh, Kevin O'Connor, he's doing the League H99, and remember the main cocktail, which is rye whiskey, sweet vermouth, and cherry liqueur rinsed with absinthe, chewy smoke with notes of leather, coffee, cinnamon spice, and black licorice. Kevin O'Connor always does some good stuff. Cherry he liqueur. He, he's he's a he's a he's a heavy hitter on this segment every week. Uh, actually, actually, did didn't Kevin O'Connor win last week? I'm looking at my list. I didn't write down last week. Yeah, I wasn't think it did. Kevin O'Connor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 Kevin, love that. Obviously, as you know, you're you're only uh, eligible to be entered once, but love the effort this week. Yeah, it's a cool pairing. Uh, um, yes. We got uh, Craig Lee's got a long one here. He's got a dissertation of. Watch out now. H99 paired with a Revolution Brewing PB Eugene Coffee Porter. For me, the cigar brings subtle cinnamon and gobs of chocolate brownie batter. That's exactly what I was getting from the cigar. Uh, The beer brings the peanut butter flavors, of of course. Uh, As I partake, I'm getting a definite peanut butter brownie with coffee cinnamon. Mouth notes on the finish, almost lacking some creaminess, which almost would make it seem like a s'more made with Reese's peanut butter cup. Definitely prefer a Ooh. sip of beer before the draw on the cigar to get my best notes. Who is that again? That's Craig Lee. That's Craig, Craig Lee. Lee. I like that he's playing okay. with uh, whether you're doing the, the, the drink oh. first or the cigar first. Absolutely. Well said. Uh, Nathan Stewart, he's got the H99 with Irish coffee made with espresso beans and Jameson. There's a subtle sweetness coming from this combo, but the drink is a little bitter for my taste. I'd try mm. this again sometime, but unfortunately, I'll have to give this one a thumbs down. Also, interesting. Uh, not as interesting as we'd hoped. All hmm. right. I wonder if maybe a little cream in the coffee would have helped. Well, he's got the Irish. Or he's got the. Oh, I thought he had um, Bailey's in not there. Not Irish cream. <laughs> he had Jameson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Randy Harrison's doing the H99. Did a riff on a oh, chocolate old fashioned. Wanted to bring out the Ooh. chocolate notes. And get a salted brownie. Oh, another brownie with the pairing. Uh, 1.5 ounce bourbon, uh, 
three quarters of screwball, two dash orange bitters, two dash chocolate mole bitters, Luxardo cherries. Uh, so that would be mole bitters. It's mole. Uh, screw- yeah. Yeah, mole. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's um, uh, screwball for anyone that's um, unaware is a peanut butter infused uh, whiskey. Um, and I saw you make a, a, a face about that. Robbie, oh, I and did. while I'm, I'm not a fan of screwball straight. I, I do like the idea of uh, as a mixer incorporating yeah. it as an ingredient in the cocktail. For the record, Randy Harrison is also already a previous Correct. winner entered in, and so he's not eligible to win. But, but really, really, really nice uh, 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 pairing there, Randy. But I, uh, I think a chocolate, a chocolate old fashioned. Uh, with this yeah, cigar uh, would be phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, I I was actually thinking about going um because uh, I have the chocolate. Oh, I would have kicked Aztec you so bitters. far in the nuts on that. It well, just well no, no, but I have the chocolate bitters <laughs> in the bar, and I literally almost um, was going to incorporate that into my vucure and going like a chocolate Ooh. bitters vucure. Sexy. Um, so so I I was kind of in the same like space mentally of like what would go here uh well so a, a little bit of a secret of where where i'm thinking my votes going I, I like the chocolate uh bitters element all right jordan I, uh uh we got kevin couple, a, let's think, do a couple more kevin was yeah. one of the winners i'll just skip over him uh <laughs> sorry kevin. we love you kevin he already won uh, uh, Kagan, he already won uh he's doing h9 and a highland mule uh the uh, mm. Glenmorangie Scotch with Benedictine bitters, Ooh. lime juice, and ginger beer. Decent pairing. Mm. Doesn't really impair or enhance the smoke. That's an interesting yeah. cocktail. I've never done a Highland Mule. I like I that. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in with that. this cigar. Um, too bitter. Uh, and yeah. so, okay, uh, Marty C. H99 with the salt lemon. Margarita made with uh, Kirkland's mm. silver tequila, blue agave syrup, and lemon juice. Salty taste of the H99 complements the sweet and sour of the drink. Very different. Very Oof. different. I dig that. I can see this. All right, give us, I can see give us one more. Give us well, one more, like Jordan. The salty, yeah. Oh, I got to pick one? Maybe, maybe give us a couple. Just a couple. We're, right. we're running out of time, so we're, we're I up know. against it. Uh, I want to get all these guys, though. Uh, Josh Rivas, spiced hot cocoa with a Himalayan sea salt. The cinnamon... Mm chocolate nutmeg mm-hmm. and sweetness of the cocoa enhances the sweet chocolate cinnamon pepper and spice in the h99 it's delicious that's a good one okay mark burns uh he's got uh, something spicy a little sweet paired the phineas gauge with a sazerac rye and italian amaretto to make a godfather then smoked mm, it. that's a that second bit godfather. of flavor smoked it too. second smoked godfather who would have thought all right and then oh Oh, that last one was just Josh Rivas going from Facebook to to YouTube. Okay, so that's that's it then. Same guy. Okay. Um, okay. Oh no, there's one more. What? One more. Drin and Hayes, HIN local brewery, Hexagons, 32 ounce white chocolate Buddha, white chocolate stout with the HIN. Oh, white. Have I ever told you guys that I invented putting cocoa nibs in beer? (laughs) True story. Um, I've got my winner, uh, Robbie. That was a lot, man. Hey, first and foremost, hands, uh, hands down, yeah. hats off. Appreciate you guys. Um, stand up applause for the audience. Great work in your pairings in general. Thank you so much for, uh, for taking part in, in, in our fun little, uh, 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 contest here. And I'm, I'm excited. Let's, uh, let's, let's go, Robbie. Who's got your vote? 
there was the the early one that I asked who it was. I think it was uh, man, I can't remember. Was, was it Craig Lee? What was Craig Lee's? Craig Lee's was the long one, which was the um, P. B. Eugene Coffee Porter. Yeah, uh, Revolution Brewing P. B. Eugene Coffee Porter. Yeah, I think that was my favorite one. Was the Coffee Porter. Randy. Randy, whenever you're ready. Craig Lee. Craig Lee. Boom. Look at Craig that. Lee is in. Pairing that he gave. The coffee porter, some uh, cinnamon, gobs of chocolate, peanut butter. It's, it's well. <clears throat> yeah, it's well. It's well written. It's well written, and uh, it exactly. was. Uh, I think that was Congrats, a, 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 a yeah, nice that. pairing choice. Pairing. Uh, yeah, Craig that. Lee oh. is entered to win. So are we gonna? We're not announcing the winner tonight. That's gonna be next week. No. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Next week we will announce the winners and uh, pull the trigger with Smoking and get you guys your uh, your five packs of cigars. So congratulations to Craig Lee, to beautiful uh, 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 to uh, it's Craig Lee, it's Kevin O'Connell, it Con- is Randy, ha- thank you, uh, Randy Harrison, Bill Powers, Kevin, and Barb Acuff are our finalists. We will announce next week on Flavor Odyssey. The winners of the audience pairings for segment one. Beautiful. And again, the prizes are not coming from Randy nor myself. So you will actually exactly. get them in a very, very timely manner. Exactly. They will be well packed and uh, delivered with love. Uh, Jordan, what is going on on Smoke Night Live this Friday? Smoke Night Live on Friday, we are doing another one of our tournaments. So uh, a couple months back, we did the uh, tournament with fast food uh, with a few Ooh. Coop and a few guys. Mm-hmm. Or no, it wasn't Coop. Sorry, it was Jack Taranio and Hector from Espinosa. And we would have, you know, like started out with this nice big bracket of all the all the fast food guys, and we would do one at a time who would win, who would win, and drilled it down until it was Chick-fil-A versus In-N-Out, and Chick-fil-A took the championship on that one. So now we're spinning that concept off into the next version, which this week is going to be Cereal. Um, so we've got uh, Juan Cancel, we've got Coop and Alex Tavella from Smoke In, and uh, some of us guys here in the studio will be voting on best cereals. I am a bit of a cereal connoisseur myself, so I am <laughs> curious. I'm going to have to tune in. What's your that favorite one. cereal? <clears throat> favorite is, uh, I don't even know if they make it anymore, is Corn Pops. Oh, the, uh, Pops. Like kettle corn got, in, your, in your breakfast yeah, bowl. Got to have my Pops. Like those were, that was my pops. jam. That was my jam. That and uh, Apple Jacks. I always loved Apple Jacks. Old school, but uh, very, very solid. I was a. Uh, I like Reese's Puffs. Big Never Reese's Puffs guy and uh, Waffle Crisp. Dang, those are good. These young kids, Robbie. I'm telling you, these young newfangled kids cereals. I didn't even know that this was. A thing. Waffle I was gonna. I would have said Raisin Bran, bro. What are you talking what? about? Like, sh- sh- frosted shredded wheat and, and Raisin Bran was like well, the best we had in my generation. Well, now, now, now we know why you're not invited, Randy. Um, but, uh, <laughs> now, I, I actually, you know, the, the, the sweetened um, shredded mini wheats are actually pretty damn good. Uh, Randy, so next week, so we are wrapping up the first segment of season five. Are we going into a wild card next week? Is that the case? 
Are we jumping right into segment two? We're jumping right into segment two. Yeah, yeah. we we went ahead and, and gave up our wild card to do a five uh, episode a segment, and um, super looking forward to to that. Uh, you are back in charge of uh, of the Monday lives because I suck at it, and uh, and and you can announce the the good the good news is everybody. Um, we we will be transitioning from a cigar themed um, segment to a spirit themed segment, so you can bring your own cigar. The what we'll all be um, pairing alike will be a cocktail, and so you'll have plenty of time to get your hands on the ingredients of the cocktail or or no. beverage. Pardon me, beverage of choice, um, as Robbie will announce that on Monday. Yeah, we've got uh, we, we got to still settle the uh, the schedule here for the rest of the season, and uh, I'll, I'll take the I'll, I'll wear the blame for that, Randy, because my travels uh, through Q one. I've, uh, I've been I've been home for uh, like four days during Q one, so it was it was a beast. But it is all in the past, and we're ready to move forward. Uh, this was oh, we still need to talk about and like, vote on our pairings. We haven't done that yet. Have we not? No. I, well, let's just do that real quick. I and we didn't see the audience votes on the pairings either, Jordan. I assume you put that up. Uh, no, I've got it. Are, I'm just waiting till you guys yeah, yeah. after you guys do your. Yeah. Pair- we've been a little out of sorts, Randy. I don't know where my sorts are uh, this week, but I will tell. I will go ahead and I'll start here. Uh, my pairing is a thumbs up, but it's not as uh, enthusiastic as I had hoped. Um, the cigar for me, I get a lot of chocolate. I get uh, some cinnamon notes. I get some black pepper notes. A little bit of coffee out of the cigar as well. Um, with the drink, I was hoping to go with some, accentuate some of that chocolate, double down on that cinnamon and get some of that spice from the ancho chili, a little bit of the sweetness from the vanilla. The sweetness from the, the beverage really is elevated because of the uh, spiciness of the cigar. The cigar's not super spicy, but when you pair it with a sweeter beverage, that spice really does come through. So I get a lot of that black pepper, um, and the cinnamon is really, really pronounced. Uh, not o- overly so, but it's pronounced enough to where it's like, wow, there's a lot of cinnamon and chocolate going on here, which is is very enjoyable. Um, I think the sweetness of the beverage of the beer, again, I'm drinking the uh, hot chocolate export uh, milk stout from our good friends at Fieldwork. Uh, it's a, it, it tends on a little bit on the sweet side, and I think it has to do with the spice from the cigar. Uh, when I drink this beer on its own, I don't get a ton of sweetness from it. Um, so the sweetness is a little bit high, but still very, very enjoyable pairing. Uh, I don't know if it uh, accentuates either of them, but uh, they both uh, kind of wave their own flag, and I, and I enjoy it. Uh, not the best pairing I've had, but definitely not a thumbs down. Uh, thumbs up, just not as uh, you know enthusiastic as I would like to be. Sounds good, man. Yeah, I, um, uh, I, I, I knew going into this, the intensity of these two uh, elements was going to be on point. Um, the, uh, uh, the botanical uh, complexity of the cocktail with just a, a touch of sweetness coming from um, the whiskey really puts uh, this amazing synergy between a very complex cigar, a very complex uh, beverage, into this. Um, other state of transcendent flavor um this is one of my favorite pairings that i've ever put in my mouth <laughs> oh there we go well, you know the votes the votes are already in randy so yeah, no one's changing that, their votes at this point so that's so why I, I didn't I, need to say much dude this is about the best no, pairing I, that I, exists I, on the face of the planet <laughs> when, when you threw out the Vukare, seriously if, if like yeah. honestly to the audience if you haven't tried a Vukare. Uh, make one, go to a bar and get one. 
I just say make it at home. It's probably a little bit better. I've I've had them uh, in, in, in multiple places. It's kind of become whenever it's a drink. drink. Whenever I see it on the menu, uh, unless there's a Negroni on there, uh, I tend to order it, and it is delicious. I can imagine the pairing was fantastic. Jordan, I'm curious about yours. How did the how did the cigar stand up to the beer? Because that's a big old fat beer you guys are drinking. It worked out really well. Um, you know, fifteen point point six percent. You would not know it like. They did such a good job of balancing this thing out. It has that like mouth filling kind of texture to it. You know, you know it's balanced when you take a sip and just kind of foams up. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so it's not too strong. It's medium full body drink, and the cigar is about the same. The body matched up well. Uh, the cigar kind of starts out with like peppered beef jerky, uh, and that's one of the things that that sets this one apart for me is like that savory kind of salty beef jerky flavor that you get out of it um the peppered beef jerky kind of trans- transitions into like candy beef jerky so it's getting a little sweeter uh and then eventually you start getting the chocolates that come into play uh and that's when it really paired well with the beer nicely um this kind of like the smooth chocolate from the cigar took on that a nice uh fuller body like brownie batter sweetness with the beer uh and then you add a little cinnamon in between the two of them it was a really nice pairing I'm two thumbs up on this one that's the one thing from your review that I don't get is that salty beef jerky thing. Everything oh, really? else resonates with me from your review. I, I don't get that salty vibe, that salty, um, a savory vibe from the cigar. I just don't get it. And I've seen a lot of people mention it, and I think it's – I don't know why I, my palate is missing that. And I think if that's probably the thing that makes this cigar uh, – takes it to the next level for most folks. And to me, it still just is a good cigar, not you know phenomenal – um that's the one thing that i see a lot and i just yeah i don't really get that i'm i think i mean i would assume it's coming from that corojo i usually get the nice saltiness from a corojo um but shall we do the vote yeah let's see there you go a little something like this Oh man! Oh, Randy oh. squeaks out a win, fifty-two <laughs> to forty-eight percent. That Randy, that's the closest vote that you and I have ever had. I think it's up there. I think that's the, I think that's the closest. I know that that uh, there was one episode when uh, when Eric was on and you, and you weren't here. It was we did fifty-one to forty-nine, right? But this is the closest that we've had. had. Beautiful, so. good win, good win. Congratulations to the audience for knowing what's what. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a pairing that you've only you've only had that beverage th- three times. If you had had it like six or seven, you know, maybe you wouldn't have gotten the vote. <laughs> All right, I, Randy's done. On that note, uh, we'll wrap it up. Good win for Randy. Um, but this is it's it's a great cigar. It really is. It's a fantastic cigar. I, I just it's not on the same par for me, and I think I'm just missing that that savory car- that savory component. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, congratulations, Randy on the win. Thanks to everybody for tuning in and everybody for participating. We so many pairings this week. Um, it was, uh, it kind of Great. fills my, my, my heart a little bit to see so many people pairing along with us, Randy, to think how far we've come in a handful of years, uh, to see uh, so many people pairing along with us is, is really, really cool. Jordan, did you have something to say? Oh, no. I nope. said, that's okay. what I, I said, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy it's it is it is it's it's uh it's wild it's absolutely wild uh thanks everybody for tuning in we'll be back next week with a wild card episode again so much fun thanks everybody for tuning in everybody have a great week stay safe stay healthy be kind to each other it doesn't cost you anything we'll see you next wednesday as the odyssey continues